0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
1: Everyone's a critic on BFM 89.9.
2: Hello everyone, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan and today we have an interview. We're speaking with the people behind an upcoming play called IQ Rock. It's showing from the 1st of December to the 4th of December at the Damansara Performing Arts Centre and it is presented by Anomalist Production. I'm joined today by actors Femi Don and Renessa Tiagraja. Femi, Renessa, good to have you with us.
1: Hey, hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah, hi, hi, hi.
2: (laughs) So, for those who haven't watched um, the previous staging of IQ Rock, because this is a restaging, uh, maybe you can help set the scene. What is the play about?
1: Okay, so um, just so you know that uh, IQ Rock actually have two meanings. So, if you see it's IQ Rock or Ikra, which means read in Arabic. So, uh, fun fact, Ikra is the first word that was given by uh, God to our prophet. So, in a way, uh, it, it's a story about this one boy still in school, Form 5. He's sitting for his SPM and um, he is a quite, um, what do you call that, uh, a different other than other kids because uh, he likes to read and he has have, he have this vision of, of, about, about the future and he's quite bright but the surrounding that he is because uh, currently he is in seeing in Felda so his surrounding most likely like you know uh, messed up his his uh, the way his he thinks his surrounding and his knowledge is is very limited until uh, come our favorite teacher which is teacher mary and it all changed started from there
2: yeah so obviously, um, Femi, you play Azim, who is the student that you're talking about. And Renessa, you play Teacher Mary. Uh, Renessa, why don't you tell us um, tell us about your character? I mean, what, what space does she occupy within the story? Uh, how are you playing her?
0: Okay, so uh, Teacher Mary is, uh, when I look at her from my lens, you know, everybody has this one, you definitely have a, an English teacher, who's Indian in your life, (laughs) who's middle-aged, mature, and, you know, uh, you know, who has that sort of very, um, nurturing or mother sort of vibe that comes from her, uh, very teacher vibe. So, um, teacher Mary, uh, has been teaching English in in so many schools before, for 25 years. And she was teaching in all the elite schools, SDP, MRSM, Victoria Institution. And then, you know, one day she had a calling and she thought, you know, I've already taught with ease for so many years. What else can I do? How else can I be of service? And so she thought about, you know, this school in um, Sirtingh. Uh, in Felda, where they have the lowest passing rate in the English subject. In fact, the lowest passing rate in the English subject in the entire Malaysia. And at the time, I think the lowest passing, I mean, the lowest passing rate, it was like six over hundred. So she thought, you know, I've already taught the best students. I've made enough money at the best schools. So why not now be of service to these children? See how, you know, I can inspire them just like how someone inspired me in my past to learn.
2: Um, I do want to ask, um, Fimi, about your character, but I have to ask you, Renessa, you're not a middle-aged person. Um, you know, you're much younger than the age of this character. So what did you have to... How did you identify with her and how did you sort of embody that that role?
0: I think um, when I look at Teacher Mary, yes, it's so obvious that, you know, I had I have not had, you know, that many years on earth yet. Um But what I do have, I know that I have in common, at least with her, is being um, a minority race in the country, Um, being a woman, um, and also being a woman, meaning also, you know, wanting to take care, not not necessarily of children or anything, but just wanting to take care of the people she loves around you. And I think what, you know, I think that was what brought the whole commonality between teacher Mary and me. And also at the time when it first was staging, I had actually taken up a part-time job as a teacher just to understand, you know, how this all went. Teaching is not easy. Um, And also, I think with this character, it allows me or allowed me to learn that even though I'm being a teacher, teacher Mary is a teacher, she's in fact the one learning from everyone and
2: everything around her. Mm. Fimi, tell us about Azim.
1: Um, Okay, so uh, before that, I just want to inject a bit about Teacher Mary and I just want to tell everyone that Renessa uh, brings Teacher Mary alive. Uh, (laughs) She she, like nailed it and the the first time we staged it, the the second time for you and the first time for me, um, I was thrilled and, and overwhelmed on, on. However, Renessa brings uh, Mary alive, and in a way, it affects Azim. The way I bring Azim in Aikura. Uh, well, I am a student. I, I used to be a student. I used to sit for SPM. But in Azim's situation, it's different because he's living in Felda. And uh, even when when they ask, "Are you a Muslim?" I don't know what Muslim is, but I know what Islam is. But I don't fast and I, I don't pray. I don't. I don't. You know. Naji and all, but I call myself a Muslim. And there's so many things that Azim don't know that I'm I'm aware of, and Feemi knows. So how do I put myself in Azim's position, not knowing things that I already know, and how do I act dumb on it? So the um, so uh, fun fact again, uh, I'm actually bringing a character, a real character called Jimmy.
2: That's right, Azeem. the the co-writer, right?
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I sat with him for a week and just uh, went to certain and just met his father, met his mother. And it is quite interesting because because there's, there's things that I didn't know that they don't know in the sense of, um, oh, uh, the, the, you, you can actually um, speak in English in Bahasa Melayu and people would understand. And there's people that don't know how to read. So it's amazing, and, and for me to actually get Azim's character for the first show, I think it's quite hard. But we managed to get it together because there's Kairi, Renisa, and everyone. And um, the best part for this restage, I got the uh, a better idea of what Azim is. Yeah. So
2: mm-hmm. these are restagings, as we've said. Um, how many times has it been performed before, and how many times have you guys performed these characters? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh so in total uh live staging uh it's this is the third time mm-hmm. and I've played teacher Mary for the third time thankfully <laughs> yeah. and um, uh, yeah. for
1: me uh, it's the second time but we do have a virtual feeding yes, remember yes we did have
0: a virtual feed mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. during the MCO period mm-hmm. so
2: so uh, I'm time, yeah. I'm curious about how you've evolved along with these characters. I mean, how has the way that you play them changed? Um, are there lessons that you've brought into this performance from your previous experiences? Uh, Renessa, maybe you can kick things off.
0: Yeah, uh, well, you know, I, I mean, as a person itself, I was definitely much younger then. I was in my 20s then and now I'm in my early 30s. Um, you know, I remember playing uh, Teacher Mary more, how do you say, much more... Passionate and angry, and a little bit more aggressive. You know that 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 sense of her. And now I'm trying that again, and then I'm this with the wonderful direction of Kyrie, discovering that there is more groundedness to her. Um, so it's amazing what you can discover through practically the same script, the same <laughs> lines, but it's it feels like it's brand new again. Yeah.
1: What about you? Um, the Last time we stage was four years ago. Yeah. So at that time, it was just me getting started uh, in theatre. So back then, I was just like, what, two years in theatre. Right now, um, total up, it's, it has been six years me performing uh, live performance. And throughout the years, I've learned a lot in the sense of, because um, I, I learned what directing is and what motivation is. So um, like renaissance said, we, we delivered the same exact dialogue, but and, and plus we don't remember all the transition and the blockings and it feels like we're just getting started. It's it's like a new script, a fresh script, new motivation, new character. Uh, because if we put that oh we've performed this four years ago, we'll get comfortable and we don't you taking it lightly. Uh, Kyrie, Kyrie remind us to always remember it's a new performance. Do not take anything from the previous show. Just create a new one, create a new blocking, create a new transition and all. And, and I think, um, yeah.
0: yeah. And also, I mean, to add on that, four years ago was, I mean, it just feels like, you know, you can count it on one hand, mm-hmm. four years ago. Mm-hmm. But from what has happened for the past three years, <laughs> oh, it feels
2: That's like... That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like everyone's <laughs> life changed.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So everyone's life has changed. Everyone's motivations are different. Their intentions and why they're doing this. I think, you know, people, not just us, like so many other people outside. And I think the people who are watching, those who are coming back to watch it again and um, new people who are watching, you know, I just wonder you know what purpose will they find from this? What new discovery will mm. they find from this? Because I know I'm
1: discovering all over again a new mm. purpose. You Maybe know? even the new, uh, the same audience that came for the four, fourth, uh, the previous four years ago shows, do get a different message and a new vibe from this yeah. for this new stage. Yeah.
2: So I definitely want to pick up on that point about um, how not just the story, but the issues in the play might have evolved in the last four years. Uh, But we do need to take a break. I'm speaking with Femi Don and Renessa Tiagaraja. They're both actors in an upcoming uh, play called IQ Rock. It's being restaged uh, from the 1st to the 4th of December at the Damansara Performing Arts Centre. For tickets, you can head on over to anomalistproduction.com. We'll be back after this. So keep it here on Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. Nine. bombing frustrated minds bfm 89.9 welcome back you're listening to everyone's a critic with sharmila and i'm speaking with actors Femi don and Renessa Tiagaraja. they're both in an upcoming play called iq rock it's being staged from the 1st to the 4th of december at the damansara performing arts center so before the break we talked about how the last proper staging um live staging was four years ago um now the issues that this play takes on issues of uh, education access, issues of inequalities within society. These are topics that have really come into stark relief in the last few years, right? With the pandemic, um, with the divide between the urban and the rural. How, is, how does that now um, kind of reframe or add a new layer to the story that this play is telling?
1: Okay, um, the way I look at it, um, since uh, I still have friends in school, in SPM and all, right? So, after four years, uh, my perspective, the system is still the same, you know? Maybe maybe we don't speak loud enough for this theatre. Maybe a lot of people out there are not aware of our plea. I don't know. Even if they are, I don't think they can manage to change the system straight away. Even, even if they can, maybe it took them an, another 10 years forward, right? But um the 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 story itself um inspires students and teachers to create their own system within the system so that they can change the person itself in a way. Because that is how uh teacher Mary uh motivates Azim in a way and, and it motivates people to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah I think um you know adding on to what you're saying for me, um, you know, from the four years before and now and how everything has changed and all that, um, you know, from what I see, even me, um, I'm not in school. I've not been in school for a while. But, you know, sometimes you look at, you read something in a newspaper or you hear something and you're like, you're affected by it and you mm. want to change because this is where you live. You want this to change and that to change. And then we put so much of this expectations and then we end up feeling so hopeless, <laughs> you, you know, yeah. that we cannot do anything. And then you realize, like, I know I realized that, okay, like he said, you know, this we can't change a system, you know, if if I had the power to change the system, then I wouldn't be sitting here exactly. right now, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, but even even the person at the top mm-hmm. does not have absolute power to change every single thing overnight. You know, they can change one thing, but not every single thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, what, me, what it's made me realize is to not have so much of expectation on everything else outside mm-hmm. and also on the inside, but rather just... You know, see what you have right now, which is what, you know, which is what is portrayed in this story. You know, you, we can't change the the whole world, but we can change each other's world, or my world and your world. Yeah.
2: So that's actually quite interesting, right? Because the play itself, of course, then sparks conversations. It functions as a form of um, getting that message across. Um, it is, of course also election year, we just had um, the election go yeah. by. Uh, do you think of what you're doing with this play and with this story as a form of advocacy, as a form of platforming messages?
0: Definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm. Um, I think everything the play represents, everything each character represents is, you know, uh, uh, how do you say, a marriage mm. of whatever that has happened In our country, you know, um, it has definitely, I wouldn't say influence, but, you know, whatever happened during our GE15 has definitely brought more thoughts and, you know, uh, allowed us to ask ourselves questions we probably would not have asked before, you know, maybe not me because I'm in the play, <laughs> so, you know, I'm already asking the questions but, you know, people out there, hmm. you know, who have who just voted, you know, just gone through G15, voting for the first time or maybe for the seventh or hundredth time hmm. um, and then watching this play I think it sparked something, definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely
1: and, and plus since sekarang, um, right now Andy, uh, above 18 can vote and I see a lot of youth out there that getting involved in this um, like for me six years ago i won't even care who to vote and what to vote right but right now uh, when i go to vote i can see people that same age as i am and younger they are determined and they listen to all people whatever they're saying like their mom and their, their friends but they have their own choice which this proven that if you inject the right mentality and the right move, what to do and how the future will be, become if you reacted different ways, I think it would make a huge difference. And I would encourage everyone out there, young or old, just come and watch IQ Rock because in a way, we are giving a positive, um, what do you call that, a uh, positive image of whatever people think of someone like me, people in Vilda, say, oh, do you, we don't think that they're going to succeed in anything, but we change their mindset in that sense. Yeah.
2: So we are coming close to when uh, we need to wrap up, but I wanted to ask you what do you hope the audience takes away from watching the show?
0: I hope the audience comes in with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, open mind, open heart. Seeing the play for what it is, accepting, allowing themselves to accept the messages. Um, At the end of the day, it's not about telling anybody what to do with their lives or how to do it, but always just understand that there are many choices and opportunities around them, even the small ones. Take it, take a chance, and see where it takes you. Mm-hmm. That means, you know, you buy the ticket, take a chance by <laughs> buying the ticket
1: and watching the show. <laughs> nicely
2: done, nicely done. Worked in the plug into the message there.
1: <laughs> yeah, just just um, like, like Renessa said, just be open-minded and watch the, the show because there's so many magical words and lines in this script that maybe not all of it, maybe one of it would actually... You know, spark your heart or change your mentality in a way. And this show will obviously make you talk. Even though after you watch the theater, after you went home, and you'll be like, "Why did this teacher say this?" Or do you actually believe in this? And and it will spark a conversation. And from that, hopefully, it would change something out of nothing. Yeah.
2: Femi, Renessa, thank you for speaking with me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been speaking with actors Femi Don and Renessa Thyakaraja. They are both in uh, an upcoming staging of a play called IQ Rock. It's showing from the 1st to the 4th of December at the Damansara Performing Arts Centre. Uh, it's being presented by Anomalist Production. For tickets, you can head over to anomalistproduction.com. And uh, let us know if have you watched it, are you planning to? You can WhatsApp us, 18 Tweet us at BFM Radio.